This week on the Push Will Lace podcast, we talk Christmas nutrition overkill. And we have a little argument about Christmas and chocolate. Alright, three, two, one, Jaeger bombs all round, Dan. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Dan Meek. And me, Tom Hall. It's kind of bad. Love a Jaeger bomb, mate. I, could... I hate a Jaeger bomb. I do Absolutely like the taste Absolutely vile. Sweet, what sweet is it they taste like? I can't remember. It's not like a uh, palm of violet. Scum? Oh, palm of violets are terrible as well. What oh, that's probably why, yeah, they're similar Go. taste. Similar taste, mate. Um, but yeah, I forgot. I had a Jaeger bomb this weekend. I'm going to be having lots more this weekend coming. I had one last weekend. <laughs> not very, not very fit pro, is it? Drinking. I know, absolutely madness, mate. Um, both of us were out of the weekend, not with each other, obviously. Yeah, other in that country. Um, that, that doesn't happen very often, does yeah, it? Doesn't. Not going to happen for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I can't actually come to your bicep band thing because first place have their Christmas party as well on the same day. That's going to be free booze, mate. To go there, get <laughs> that one. Because you're not getting free, you're not getting free booze. Ours. And, uh, yeah, you're not. You're not really my employer, so yeah. No. Or making that kind of money <laughs> to give you free booze. So, yeah. yeah, you just covered my wages for a month. I come. Oh God, can you imagine? Fucking hell, mate. That's my that's my house deposit gone. <laughs> now, now, much of a baller you are. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely baller, mate. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you got got a decent crowd coming to yours though in Bath. Where's it being held? Do you even know? Just in Bath, mate. Yeah. In the, Bath, streets of, mate. the streets of Bath. <laughs> the streets of Bath. Uh, no, we've got um, we've got yeah. a few. We've got um, we're going to Watson Gym for a, a two-hour gym session before. Ugh. People are coming down for a gym session. I oh, mean, chest and arms. Come on, it's all right, it's fine. Um, <laughs> and then because um, gym's closed at that time, so just just be us. And then after that, night out in in Bath. So cool. it'll be uh, it could be interesting. Could be interesting. We'll see what happens. Nice, mate. Um, yeah. Well, I had an, a uh, a Marlebone only personal trainer night out. Which was uh, good fun. Um, yeah, was very clicky of you, Tom. Very clicky of me. I know. Doesn't happen very often. I thought I might as well turn up. I, th- I think I've not turned up for the last couple, and kind of like. Ugh. Yeah, but sometimes when you're the big boss, you've got to, you've got to keep that. Uh, you've got to just you just got to keep it at some point. Yeah, so. you can't you can't be seen mingling with the riffraff. That <laughs> um, no, was good fun. Um, obviously, I get on with all my trainers, so all decent. Um, me, Tommy. Ha. Um, yeah, but on the on the bad side is uh, I had some Morley's chicken. Do you remember Morley's? Oh, actually, Dan, I, I was in a because um, I went to Tootin Beck. Oh wow! And I walked past Meat Shake. Meat Shake, that is a burger place. <laughs> we were going to play some pool, uh, like hurricane rooms, and then uh, I was like, "You're in Tootin Beck." <gasps> so I wanted to stop there and uh, have dinner. It looks totally different now. It was it was what Tootin Beck or. Yeah. Yeah, Tootin' Bed actually looks legitimate now. Like, yeah. it looked quite nice. <laughs> I was like, I, I first came here, must be about five years ago, when you yeah. lived there. You should tell when I lived there. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it looked quite nice. Like, meat, meat Shake's still there. And there's another barbecue joint across the across the way as well, kind of yeah. rivals. So, it's good. Tootin' Beck's okay. Up and coming, as they say. Yeah, usually, that's, that's, usually. that's usually what they used to describe as shit. <laughs> like crap holes that you're like, yeah, they're very up and coming. It's like, yeah. Okay, Clapham is. It's like, yeah, it was uh, down the road from Clapham. That's what it meant. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. If you travel a little bit further, like five minutes on tube, then it will be up and coming. Cool. Then it's right. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, mate. Uh, what have we got to talk about today? I've got uh, 
Well, yeah, we got. I, the only thing I want to talk about was just the Christmas. I just think let's get in early before everyone else starts talking about it. Christmas shit because it's hilarious. It's time of year for nutrition and the advice. So you, Brilliant. I think all the advice will be coming out. Um, if it hasn't already, it will have come out and will be coming out in the next kind of two weeks. So we're going to get a head start and warn you guys for basically Christmas tropes. Should be like a little alarm there. Just that absolute trope alert. Um, yeah. sh- we'll be having fairly frequently from your favourite fit pro, including Dan. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you'll do any. I feel like you're no. like people don't need to know this. I mean, what? I just so. yeah. I just think it's it, it. It comes down to your demographic, doesn't it? You know. So I think like I just yeah. I don't know. I think people take it too far, don't they? I think yeah. Um, so I think let's let's go through our favourite kind of trope. Do you want to do it now? I didn't know if you wanted to do what's on the rest of the show as well, and then do what's on the rest of the show. Um, <laughs> I wanted to talk well, about one. There was a there was a post by Dan John on Overkill, which is uh, I thought was quite just quite funny. It kind of relates into what we're talking about anyway. Um, I just want to I did want to go tripe on a bit about uh, anatomical motion and uh, kinesiology for you newbie trainers out there, and just giving you a general bit of advice. Maybe some people I know that some people are doing like their PT free stuff in London at the moment, so uh, there'll be pra- there's practical assessments happening all the time. But or maybe you're starting a new job or kind of an environment. So what I I guess what my thing is more of like a uh, personal training environment and staff based environment more than membership environment of how people are interacting within staff um, to their members and to each other. And I'd just like to give a little, a little thing that what I would like to, I don't know, like people to do within that motion. And then we've, we got, we got tagged, didn't we? The generic lists are back out, mate. Muscle food, are fucking ridiculous. Muscle food are going for it again. I just want more space on the show. That's all they're craving, mate. They seem to be craving it. <laughs> and, we're, and we've fallen for the bait, mate. We've, we've fallen, fallen for it because uh, our friend Nicky, always on it to tag us in there. So yeah. absolutely fine. <laughs> Not like last time. I think we got about six tags within about like half an hour of it coming out. Just like waiting for somebody to tag you guys in this. So might as well do it. I was like, yep, it's fine. All right, mate. So trope alert. Oh, Christmas, Christmas nutrition. Right. So this what, is, right, what's the this big is... I'm going to give you my view on Christmas and what you need to worry about and what I'll be telling my clients. And then after that, we can, we can, we can do that shit. But Christmas is not a month long eating and drinking as much as you can, as much as you want. Okay. That's just get out of the way first. Secondly, Christmas day, boxing day, new year's Eve, do what the fuck you want. You with family, enjoy it, go crazy, go nuts. It doesn't really, calories don't count those days. It's fine. <laughs> um, and any of the days in between you're seeing family, go wild, do what you want. It's like, it doesn't happen very often when you get all your family together. Right. But, if you don't eat like a dickhead from the 1st of December to the 22nd of December, you're not going to gain that much weight. You're just not going to. Um, so that's kind of my view, whole view on it and all that sort of stuff. And if you really are someone that likes to eat a lot in Christmas time and you get sucked in by December and the whole eating more food and it's cold outside, bring your calories up to maintenance. Don't worry about trying to diet for a month. You'll be in a far better place than if you try and restrict and then eat too much and restrict and eat too much. And then January 1st, if you came, if you started January 1st the same weight you are now, you're going to feel loads and loads better about it than if you tried to diet and fucked it up. And you're going to feel like a failure. Anyway, there you go. Also, with but, that aspect as well, uh, if you think more of a social aspect, guess who else is uh, dieting in January? Every fucker in the world. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. <laughs> like, I, like it, I've said that to loads of my clients. I've just been like, look, like, January is a great time to diet because socially and sort of environmentally is the easiest time in the world to fucking diet. Because no one's asking you out for drinks because everyone's like, oh, I'm on a health kick. Um, even though they're not, they do it for about six weeks or whatever. 
but it's, it's a good time to actually think about doing that sort of thing. So um, I've got some clients who are cutting now and they're dieting and basically they're going to carry on all the way through to the 21st of December. And then after that, it's like, right, calories go up to maintenance, have a couple of days off, relax, because nothing bad's going to happen. Like, you can't. It's not like when people say, oh, I put on eight kilos over Christmas. You didn't. It's because you ate like a whole <laughs> month. Nothing, like, you didn't put it on Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Like, that doesn't happen. It's because you ate like a dickhead all throughout Christmas. But that being said, be warned because forever for the next fucking four weeks, whatever, 31 days, we're going to be seeing all the, uh, the diet swaps, the, the don't eat, don't have the, the Christmas hot chocolate. That's 500 calories. Have the skinny water, boiling water, mint tea. Like, yeah, no fucking shit, Sherlock. But you know what? The Christmas <laughs> hot chocolate isn't around very long and I want one. So I'm going to fucking have one. Um, I just hate it all. It really irritates me. And I'm sure I've been guilty of it in the past of like putting something out, but it's like, it's Christmas. If you want a hot chocolate, have one. Like, just because they put Christmas at the front of it doesn't make a difference. It's, it's still hot chocolate. But if, you know, you want to have one because it's new and it's different, have one. Like, just have one. Um, but you're going to start seeing all these fucking things soon. Like, if you're hardcore over Christmas, you wouldn't have it. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest ones, uh, it's, it's always going to be the coffee chains that are going to get smashed by Fit Pros at the, t- at the time. Um, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, don't have this gingerbread or cinnamon spice lot. You realize they only around for like two months, right? Yeah. Like, and you're not, guess what? I'm, I don't think I've met anybody that that is their drink. That is their drink of choice. That is their drink that they have all year round. <laughs> I've realized that probably I'm not surrounded by those people, but mm. I was like, let them have one. Like, and that probably soothe their craving. I, yeah, just, I had one. I had a gingerbread one yeah, uh, uh, about three weeks ago. No. I was in <laughs> my, my taste has totally changed. Oh, it changed yeah. I was like, oh my God. I was, both me and Dan are very similar. We like the taste of coffee. Couldn't taste any of the coffee in there. And yeah. I was like, so I'm, I'm different like that though, because for me, like flavored coffees like that, it's just a different drink. It's not a coffee. I wouldn't say it's a Again, coffee. I'd be like, it's just like a sweet beverage. I was just, I think I was in the mood for a coffee, and then I was yeah. like, this is just sweet as hell. And yeah. I was like, brilliant. Yeah, so. you've got to be in the mood for it. But I think I just, I can, I can see all the posts now. Like, swap this for that, and it's like, it doesn't fucking matter if you save two hundred calories here and there. If you're eating like a dickhead the whole week, like it's just people need an understanding and a realization that Christmas is Christmas, and that's fine. But it's not from the first of December, like. I know that's when they start selling all this shit because, yeah, you, people are easy to sell to. But I think if people had the, the realization that actually wait till you're off work, then it's Christmas, then go out and enjoy one of those lattes or enjoy one of those hot chocolates, then it's kind of fine. But I think people take it to the extreme. And, like, from, from my point of view, my advice around Christmas, I don't need to do a fucking infograph on it because it is just, well, Christmas doesn't start until 24th of December, realistically. And if you want to have a night out with your mates because it's Christmas do, factor it in as you would do any other time of the year. Like, just eat as you would do normally, like under eat during the day, have a few drinks, under eat the next day afterwards, don't go crazy on the food, like as you would do in the summer or anything like it does not, you know, specific to just because it's Christmas. Um, but I think it's one of those where if you want to die over Christmas and you want to keep college in check, you can, you can do it. But I'm just waiting for all the, the I'm waiting for all the, the high and mighty fit pro posts, you know, like there's going to be loads of them in there. I can just see them now. I can see them now. I think there's, there's going to be the ones that are like I get I get there are some gyms that are actually open on Christmas Day for pe- for places that maybe people don't have family and don't yeah. have anywhere to go I t- I get that premise that's cool not oh yeah no days off <laughs> I don't even like I don't not, for me the like, the training bit's not even as I've got older it's not even as as much of a thing like I don't really 
I'm not really bothered if people decide to train on Christmas Day. Like that's yeah, and if they want, yeah. even if they weren't that hardcore, they you know I, it's not that. It's more the there will be there will be people who will just eat the turkey and like the veg, not a touch of roast potato because it's bad for them and stuff. Do you know, like, like fucking, I mean, come on. Um, but no, it, it, I just think if you're listening to this and you're and you're a fit pro, you're be putting out content or you're going to be looking around. I just think just think about your demographic and what they want and what Christmas means to them and what the month means to them. Like a lot of people's work, it gets stressful this time of year, like year end. And you know, like they're going to be stressed and like, is there an easy way for you to manage their nutrition? Like, can you help them around the, you know, rather than just tell them they've got to avoid stuff. I don't know. Like, I just think it's um, like, I'm starting dieting in January. So I'm going to fucking enjoy Christmas. Do you know, like it's that kind of thing. Like there's a lot of people over the same way. They're like, they've already got it in the head. They're going to diet in January. So they're going to then, binge their tits off for the whole of December and it's like educating them around actually if you didn't put on eight kilos over Christmas you've got less weight to lose in January and like educate them that way around actually if you only put on two kilos that means you're in a a net plus six kilos that where you would have been if you'd have just gone fucking mental whatever and like things like you know getting your steps up and being active and and the benefits of that alongside eating more food like they're the kind of posts probably should be put out not like I said the, the 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 calorie swaps you know like brilliant like I'm going to eat celebrations. Like it's Christmas. I don't eat them any other time of year. <laughs> They're going yeah, to eat it. Any, I don't know really anybody that buys those big boxes of chocolates any other time of year. No, they don't. No, like, they just don't do it. Just, Even at Easter, you don't do it. You just buy no. other. You buy eggs and you buy bars. You don't really buy those boxes. It's only Christmas. Like there's a reason they're in the shops now, like stocked up massively, like <laughs> fucking like trays of them. Like you can see them all, like bringing like a forklift truck to move them in. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just think it's. I think it's been. I think it gets blown well out of proportion. The whole thing. Yeah. Like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, people can consume a fuckload of calories on Christmas Day, Boxing Day. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of a month, if you were to add all your calories up, it's it doesn't make a huge difference as a percentage. Just, no. just enjoy that day. And as well, if if you feel like, I mean, for for those coaches out there that they're like, oh, but we're going to give these tips. Yeah, give them. But there's also like div- different adaptive ways. Instead of having those swaps, maybe you start looking at. I don't know, just little methods like backloading calories. I would quite happily say that because people will be going out in the evening and doing that kind of stuff. I'll be like, yeah. cool, you're just, you're just going to save up. Save your calories up. Yeah, I think cool. those sorts of posts where you kind of maybe go, look, like this is a great time to go, uh, you know, you from your breakfast and lunch, take 300 calories off and then you can have a, you can have, you know, mold wine and you can have a fucking gin yeah, sausage, can. whatever nice. you want, you know, in the Christmas market. And like, I think those kind of things, like showing people how they can actually have these foods, rather than telling them not to or telling them that they're really high calories, show them how that they can... For Guess the what? I see a post. I see the post. I think it was probably what happened. I see a post about a gingerbread latte. Guess what I went and bought? A gingerbread latte. I was like, yeah, I need that. I need that in my <laughs> life now. It's like, advert- I realize I'm not that demographic, but I was like, I need I need to go and eat that. I mean, I'm looking at one for Yorkie and a Crunchy. All I want is a Yorkie. I, I'm just, it's showing me the calories and I'm like, great. I want both. Um, yeah, no, I, I just think. I mean, I just think it's. I think. I, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's so many ways of doing it. I just think. I can just see him want to come in now. Like, it's, it's not really a. Like, it's not really kind of me having a girl people doing the content. It's more a case of just like brace yourself. It's coming. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just obvious. It's going to happen. And it's. Um, I just think go into go into the Christmas period with your own plan. Like, I think that's also the thing. Is going with a plan. Like, say, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to approach it? Yeah. Am I going to bring calories up? Am I going to backload them? Am I going to, you know, all this sort of stuff? Because it's a time to enjoy. Like, no one ever fucking, like you say, remembers whether you fucking were a bit leaner over Christmas or not. Like, they remember that you had a good time with your family, do you know? Um, I just think it's important. Unless you're, unless you're going home for the holiday trying to impress somebody. Ah, oh, there's that in there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
which might be happening. You don't know. Uh, who knows, mate? But yeah, what did I think, Dan John say anyway? What did Dan John say? I need to go back on that, that post now. Um, yeah, so I think this this lays into he did a post about Overkill, um, and this Dan John. If you don't know who he is, his uh, Instagram handle is DJ eight four one two three. Brilliant. How can someone so famous have that? How is somebody so good? And um, he doesn't have many follow followers. And well, I don't know. He's got eight eight thousand odd. Eight nine thousand, um, but obviously within the strength world, and he is one of the I don't know masters of SNC. Really, he's yeah, just, he's, he's, it's, yeah, it's like synonymous, right, with SNC. Um, so that is Dan John. Just go danjohn.net and you'll you'll find out. He's written a million books on like basically strength stuff, right? Um, <laughs> and so he did Beware of Overkill. Um, so here's an example of overkill within fitness. It was like, if jumping off a small box helps my vertical leap, jumping off a building will help that much more. Oh yeah, which like, <laughs> kind of relates into hardcore some of being <laughs> being hardcore, taking something to the extreme when you probably don't need to do it. So there's there's absolute truth in that kind of. So <laughs> within the comments, you've got yeah, if an ice bath helps recovery, that means liquid nitrogen will do. An amazing job, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. And it'll be, I don't know, yeah, taking five grams of creatine a day. That means it's taking 100 grams per day. It must be absolutely insane. That is the fitness industry, <laughs> isn't it? That Within happens, context like. and fitness industry and realizing. See it, like, see it with like protein. Like, oh, if this much protein is good, this has got to be better. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of like story top of mentality. Um, but yeah, that analogy just kind of hit home with uh, with box jumps, essentially. I was thinking about all that kind of stuff. But even with the dieting side of stuff. Oh, mate, it's so. like I put out a post of the day about carbs. Like, me and Mike were watching some YouTube videos for some inspiration. Um, by inspiration, I mean content. <laughs> um, and it was like, there's this common trend at the moment to have, like, 400 grams of carbs, like, around your workout. Like, an hour before, you've got to have 100 grams. An hour, during, you've got to have another 100 grams. And then afterwards, you've got to have 200 grams immediately after. And it's that whole thing, isn't it? It's like, actually, do you know what? Like 50, 50, and 75 is more than enough. But it's that whole thing of like, well, double it. Do more. Double it. It's got to be better for you. It's like, you can't utilize that many carbohydrates in one weight session. Literally impossible. Lit- and I use the word literally correctly there. Literally impossible. And it's like, at what point is that, being, is that beneficial to you? And it's not. Like, it's just not beneficial. Um, and it's just the fitness industry. It's like you have to be seen to be doing that. Otherwise, you're not different. And people are trying to be different in the industry. They're trying to stand out. And people use those things to try and stand out. And you see it when you see it in the, on the Instagram videos all the time with girls doing their... Like, I've seen people using a Smith machine as a leg press. I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah. That's oh, really that's, done, Use right? it the other way around, mate. Use it the way around. Just, it's the same thing. But like, they <laughs> be doing something different. So there's all that, like... All the, I think Gordon Green on posts a lot about it. It's hilarious. Like... Females on Instagram, some of the influencers, I use that term very loosely, just post videos of like glute exercise and it's kind of like, there's only so many ways you can go through hip extension. Like there's only so many, like there's only so many ways you can do it and you're just training your glute, like that's all you're doing. And it's like, it doesn't make it any different and actually the more load you put for it, the better. And we've kind of established that hip thrusts are just the way to do it. Like there's just, no real yeah. way to worry about it. And, <laughs> and it's hilarious that they're trying to all come up with these new videos and like, you know, new glute workout for you. It's not new, is it? It's not new glute workout. It's the same glute workout in a different order. It's just like, come on. And it's, 
yeah, he, he, someone like Dan John must just look at these things and just, I bet, I bet he doesn't, otherwise he gets so irate, actually. <laughs> it's not. He must not. Yeah, it's it's a case of, I don't know, yeah, it's just baffling. I just, I like the analogy. I like a couple of the efforts as well. It does the high intensity. It was like, it's just high, inten- high intensity at all costs, and we probably know moderate intensity is probably better. Yeah. Um, uh, just because you turn up the oven doesn't mean the cake's going to cook any faster. It's like it's probably going to burn it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, no, exactly. It's like, like like quality over time, it's fine. It's great analogies for actually, yeah, I don't know putting in some work, following the instruction, um, realizing that you're going to get there in the best, way, most optimal way, getting the most optimal results. Probably going to have a better journey. Not yeah, I wish I could fucking tell some of my clients that. You know, it's one of those where everyone wants results now and like. That's where a lot of people fail, right? Is they try and get fat, they try and do fat loss so quickly and rapidly. They cut their calories so much to go liquid diets. And you're like, well, you're going to fail. You're going to fail. Like, you can't do that. Um, and it's, I say you can't, you can, you just be very, very difficult. And it's one of those things where just like a patient approach is just like, there's just like, I always say it to my clients all the time is like, you've got a certain number of days between now and like your shoot or now and when you want to get diet for or whatever. I was like, you're just ticking the boxes till you get there. Like, you can't add more boxes. It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. You can't do more. You can't double tick a box each day. Do more, like, right, Dan? I can just do more. Yeah, you can't double right. tick a box. It's like you've got to just do your steps. You've got to do your water. You've got to hit your calories. You've got to do your weight session. Like doing an extra weight session ain't going to help. You've done one. It's fine. Like you've stimulated the muscle. It's done. Like we've got enough stress. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And it's it's then... kind of like that whole thing. It's that's fitness in a nutshell. It's like it's a process. I think yeah, there is especially with that. There's there's there is a, a general consensus of trying to add more stress and add more stressors to the body, right? Because you think about that, the whole weight loss or weight gain kind of parameters. You're already putting stress on. You're asking it, it to change. You're asking someone to change. Therefore, yeah. you can yeah overkill it. So, and if you're stressing the body out too much, it's just like nah, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm gonna chill out and nothing's gonna happen. And that might be a mindset thing. That might be just coming from you. And you're like, actually, no, I don't want to do this anymore. It's because probably overkill's happened. Or you just, yeah, not going to do it. So, I thought it was a great analogy. Well done, Dan John. Love it. Yeah, that's good from Dan John. Like, <laughs> doesn't post very often, though. That's the only thing. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, I better do this Instagram thing today. <laughs> like, yeah, might as well. He's probably, far too, he's probably far too old to worry about it. He is. Yeah, he's far too like, old, far too busy. He's got far <laughs> better reputation than uh, anybody who needs to come on and do anything. He's probably got some podcasts out there at some point. I'm sure he's done some recording. He's definitely got lectures recorded. Go YouTube him. So, yeah, um, yeah it's interesting. Interesting lad. Um, I don't do that. Um, so, I was, yeah, so basic anatomical knowledge and motion for any, just as a reach out to kind of new trainers, because I know we do get a fair, or people that are in the fitness industry or wanting to get in it, or I know are in it, some sort of managers, or blah, blah, blah. This could probably apply to your kind of work space anyway. I don't know whether Dan really does it anymore because he doesn't work, he works at home. So, he just has to kind of talk to Isabel. That's about it literally my life man that's it <laughs> so it's creating like uh atmosphere within staff and kind of not it's going to be a positive but like a working language um is one of my i think it was since probably i have to say since dan, i know he doesn't troll me for it but since dan left and a few people had left the gym it probably doesn't happen as frequently as i like it um is using anatomical motion kind of personal trainer language if you will or kind of fitness health related language so that's like 
basic anatomical motion knowledge and kinesiology knowledge in everyday interactions within trainer to trainer. Um, I feel like installing that kind of environment within a gym from your staff will get people thinking about what they're about, what they're doing and makes examinations so much easier and you don't get nervous about doing it. I think one of the, when you go on a course, um, people get nervous about what joint actions happening and all this kind of stuff. They're like checking knowledge, that kind of stuff. It seems to happen quite a lot when I'm teaching and they're like, Oh yeah. Um, uh, is that right? No, they'll, they'll check with me instead of telling me that this is what's happening. It was quite, and ever since they, maybe they passed their trainer level three, do one workshop and then pff, see you later. Don't need to know anymore. I feel like it needs to be ongoing. Um, I don't know whether that was a general feeling. Obviously, you haven't worked in the gym for that long, but maybe you've heard personal trainers talk to each other uh, within. Yeah, pers- you, they must have personal trainers in Watson. They have a couple, yeah, but it's just not something that is talked about. It's not. Um, I don't think PTs talk to, to you know, in that language together. But I also think that might sound a bit disrespectful, but fuck it, go for it. Is like the, the actual knowledge of people actually isn't there to to kind of. It's like almost like a. You know, to pass their exam, they memorize the bones, they memorize the muscles, they memorize the movements and the actions and how the insertions and origins and whatever. I don't know if they even fucking need to, but I know from my fucking at uni I did. Like, and it's kind of like they don't then revisit that and think about how that translates to movement. And like even today, like me and Mike were training and we did a, a delt exercise and we did it from a slightly different position lying down because, again, the way that gravity works meant that it worked the anterior delt in a slightly different way than it would do if you were standing up. Because yep. of again the joint movement and all that sort of stuff and origins insertions and um, strength curves and whatever and it it's something that I think no one really gives a thought to and I think like like we've said before when you write a training plan like we don't do ourselves enough credit and that when we write a plan we think about this stuff without even realizing and yep. I'm quite lucky that when I write plans I suppose that I have an element of I wrote one actually the other day and I thought of you actually the other day because I did oh, like bless you. I did like <laughs> I did it was like a full body program I think. No, it wasn't. It was upper, lower, upper, lower. I either way, whatever it was. And I basically had, no, it wasn't. I did three leg sessions a week, it was for someone. And I did like, and I, bi- I basically put in bilateral and unilateral, um, like hip extension, knee flexion, and a hip hinge or something like that. I can't remember what it was now. Was it a hip? Either way, the glutes, quads, and hams, basically. <laughs> and like, I worked like each one bilaterally and unilaterally in different, in different range, um, different on different strength curves and stuff as well. And like, I threw it together without even realizing I'd done it. And I look back over, it's like, oh, Tom, you're so proud of me. Like, look at that. Like, <laughs> it's gone with like, you know, heaviest exercise first by bilateral, followed by unilateral, um, followed by an isolation it was. And it was just kind of like, it just showed that element of that's how you should plan a, a session. It wasn't just smash your legs because you got legs today. You know, and like, I think a lot of people, like when I look at a lot of leg sessions, like I say legs, it's just a lot of squats with like hamstring heels thrown on the end. It's like it's not, you're not you're not actually looking at how the legs function. You're just throwing some, making someone's quads hurt and knees probably hurt at the end of it. Um, and I think that comes from I'm lucky that obviously I speak to you every week on here, you know, doing this. But um, also there's that desire from from my point of view to always make sure that I have that knowledge because I know that you could quiz me on it at any moment. Like, you know, if we did a podcast and you were like, Dan, what's this? And I'd be like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like a lemon kind of thing. And it's, I know it's your bag. But at the same time, it's also an, there's also an element of like I need to understand why a front squat hits the quads more than a back squat, why a low why low bar back squat is useful and how it impacts you know someone's movement mechanics. Like whereas I don't think many PTs ever talk about it, they just go, 
Well, why are you doing that? Like, it happened today in the gym. Like, we were trying to help someone with their exercise. It's like, well, just think about why you're doing that. Like, you're not, you don't need to be doing that exercise for what you want to achieve or whatever it is. Um, I think that PTs look at being questioned as a bad thing. And I think that from... That, that is something that I think is massive, yeah. we used to do it all the time, didn't we? You'd be like, well, why the fuck are you doing that? And I'd be like, because of this. And you'd be like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Cool. But yeah. the, the assumption is that you're, someone's picking on you and they're picking bones with it. It's like, no, I just want to know you know why you're choosing it. Yeah. I think because it's such an ego-driven kind of thing and you're like, it's all about you're planning that session for somebody. And if somebody else has a go at it, and I'm I'm 100% guilty of it because uh, even so much today that one of my clients went and saw an osteo, who, an osteo that I don't know. So I did ask to be CC'd in the email. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to give my side of what is happening. Um, basically, she'd come back from a flight and um, when I did some Pilates stuff, then I assessed her and this was happening, blah, blah, blah. And the osteo assessed her and there was disagreement. And then I was like, no, no, you're wrong. <laughs> Even though it's way more his bag, I was yeah. like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's correct. Obviously, I've, I've got, the, I've got the training history. He's seen her for one forty-five to minute session. I've trained her for two and a half years, and I was like, I kind of know her body, maybe a little bit better than you. I was like, you a hundred percent have a deeper mm. understanding of, yeah, osteopathy than I do. But I was like, I have a way more working knowledge of her <laughs> and probably training like remedially or like into integration into, I don't know, injury prevention, all that kind of stuff, which is, is baffling. Even um, obviously Josh, um, he went on, did his uh, SFMA the other week and he, but he was the only personal trainer on it. And he was, he was kind of shocked at the, uh, the level of where there wasn't any, there was, uh, they were very good at diagnosing. And very good at doing a few stretches and a little bit of stim, but there was nothing from from physios and osteos. It seemed to go into weight bearing or weight bearing training, how to strengthen and actually mm. function outside of that. So he was Josh was like, oh, why don't you, you so you end up doing this? You end up doing like anterior loaded, like so offset squats, and they're like, what? because of this scared of load right but it's interesting mm. but they were it was accepting that we were going to talk in that language and then to kind of correct somebody it was kind of a it wasn't an attack but they had the knowledge of mind to be like oh. i kind of saw it as an attack of me when he said resistance bands and no weights and i went what <laughs> it's, like, it's not gonna be on a flow um i was like that's cool it's fine um yeah it's, it, i suppose it's taken isn't it it's taking all those biases away kind of and looking at his bias which is probably resistance bands yeah, over weights yeah. and it's kind of looking at your bias, bias going, am i being and i'm like a strength corrective guy essentially yeah. if that was my thing that's my bag i'm like i look at strength as a corrective that's my thing fine yeah uh, whereas i'll be like all right cool well, it's like i i like i and again i think i get there's a bit of that i have with what i do and that i I've obviously had, I've had a lot of problems recently with like really bad pain. I can't remember talking about this last week, but pain in my neck leading up to my head. And I've been seeing, yeah, yeah, a, physio. Yeah, yeah. Been seeing a physio for it. Um, and she's been like loosening up some of my back muscles. She's like, yeah, you've been, you're pretty tight and stuff. But she's like, to be honest, um, you just need to do all this kind of like daily like work on it to make it feel better. And basically the long and short of it is that I'm slouching a bit more now than I was before. Um, my posture uh, and my mid back isn't quite as strong um, as it used to be. And then I looked back and I was like, well, yeah, the reason being that my, my training program was all geared towards building a bigger chest, building a bit of shoulders, not really training many rows, doing a lot of like pull downs, maybe but training my lats, but not really thinking about my traps and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, well, I've just been a twat. So then I was like, right. So, <laughs> and then I'm thinking about, okay, how can I pull my mid back and get my mid back stronger and improve my posture? And it was like, right, deadlifts. People are going, what? Deadlifts? You've got neck pain. It's like, well, think about, 
Think about it. Like the bar is being pulled away from me. I've got to use my mid back to pull the bar and hold that position. Like what better way to get the most amount of load through that position than doing deadlifts? And it's like, when I look back and I look at, at what's changed, it's like, yes, I've been sitting down at a desk a bit more, all this sort of stuff. But actually, I just need to get a fucking stronger deadlift or deadlift again. Sorry, <laughs> I can get stronger one. Just start deadlifting again and do more rows and just do less chest work. And guess what? I'm going to find that that pain is going to go away. And it's like most people just go, you need a massage on your neck. It's like, no, I don't. I know I don't because I, I know what this feels like. I know where it's radiating from. I know that it's all these other things. I think that's where I'm, like I said, I think we're both quite lucky that we've um, had people challenge us um, with that sort of stuff. And, and I think that you have to be very careful as a PT not to just be like, this is the way I do things um, and be prepared to be challenged regularly with, with what you're doing. And don't see it as a, someone having a go at you. See it as you're being a better PT because of it. But maybe if you're starting out PTing and that's that's the thing you're about to do, start to get to know like so basic knowledge is like medial distal, like medial lateral, understanding where they where it comes from from your basic anatomy, um, whether somebody's standing in anatomical like neutral, um, that kind of stuff. So supination, pronation, inversion, inversion, um, all that kind of jazz, and then you start looking about joint by joint, and then. And if you learn those terms upon joint by joint, you start to really understand how things start to work. And you're like, all oh, right, the medial border of that, that means that's medial border of this. That's where it is. Amazing. And it's, then it's just got a name. And then stuff starts to interlict. Like you're like, SI joint, sacroiliac. Hmm, is that my sacrum, my iliacus or my ilium or what? But you suddenly got like a, a little bit of a like a mechanism because start, stuff starts to get together. And you're like, I know where that is. Exactly. Cool. Like, it's great but having that environment and somebody else doing it with you it's big that's why i don't want especially if you've got a personal training team there's always gonna be a team of pts i'm guessing and you're all there for the same thing so why not work together mm. <laughs> it's the whole like yeah a team would normally beat a, a like a bunch of individuals right so when you start learning together and then start interacting together in this kind of knowledge base then suddenly you're going to get better at peting your client doesn't mean you speak to your client like that no, but I think that's what people are afraid of, isn't it? People, yeah. just, I think that's what people might mistake this as: is they think, oh, but no, my client doesn't want to know about hip hinge and hip leg extensions, and it's like, it's like knee guess flexion. what? You're like, no, like, that's guess not what? what I mean. the, maybe, maybe your boss does. Yeah, shock. <laughs> you get an interview at a pretty top interview. Gym. You might need to like, know. Guess, yeah. guess what? I'm going to be like, my interview is like, say as much as you know about the topic you're you're basically performing or, or function that you're doing. I'm be like, say as much, just go. And then I'll ask whether it's relevant or not. Mm. Fine. Good, Dan. I think it's, uh, it's enough on that. Let's have some fun. This uh, list. I need to get the list up then. Hang on. We go on the old. Uh... I mean, straight away, up. there were some that were, that were just bang off. I mean, the flipping. I haven't really looked at it because I was like, within well, strawberry creams and middle uh, for a start. I remember yeah. that. And I was like, oh, what? So just to explain the premise, we've got the. Obviously, it's muscle food. Obviously, they've got their platinum obviously tier, they're, gold obviously tier, they're silver tier, bronze tier, and meh tier. Um, agree with us or not? Right, right. Well, the, platinum, the platinum tier, right? Platinum, Maltese teaser. It's pretty Obviously. Good. And pretty then they've good. got, like, the Quality Street caramel barrel. Like, it's just caramel. Caram like, no, caramel. no. So, but how can they have the caramel barrel from Quality Street and the platinum, but then the dairy, the, the caramel from Miniature Heroes in the silver? It's the same fucking thing. Same fucking thing, ridiculous. And even more, like the caramel from is like cabbage chocolate, not like 
College Street chocolate, so it's better. So then, um, then they've got, I think, the Roses Strawberry. Roses Strawberry. Is, is in the Platinum tier, but then the, but quality, then the quality Street, street Strawberry. strawberry is, which is the same fucking thing. <laughs> Unbelievable. 12. 12, I agree. That's great. Yeah, but it's not a Platinum, though, is it? It's just plain chocolate, mate. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a great, it's like a better flake. Right, I mean, and then they've on. got, and then, right, everyone knows, like, well, you know, the, in the Quality Street, you've got the green one, which is just a block of chocolate. That's in the gold tier. <laughs> isn't, isn't it meant to be like a truffly chocolate, though? No, it's just, no, it's just it's a hard just block chocolate. of chocolate. I've known Quality Streets for a while. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, Quality Streets are good. But then, and then it's another... The worst another... one you can buy, dude, like, seriously. Um, yeah, and, well, that's, what my, that's what my nan gets, I think. <laughs> then the worst one for me is, you've got fudge in the gold tier, and now fudge is pretty plain. And they're always left in the end of the miniature. Yeah, always. <laughs> you can, you can see. Right? But from the same box, you've got the cream egg one in the bronze tier. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's Seriously. bad. Cream egg goes gold. Um, other than that, I'm not too... I mean, eclairs are in the meh tier. I mean, I mean, I would concur with that. I can't stand eclairs. I know, but then in the bronze tier, you've got the toffee fingers. Which are the same thing. I mean, I mean reverse like, round stuff that I would never, I would never pick out of a chocolate box. Fudge, yeah. No. Um, I don't Bounty even know what that yellow tier. Bounty is. T- awful. I never don't like silver tier. It's awful. It's never silver tier. It's the one that's left last. Yeah, all that. You see, for me, the, the the gold one in the quality street, the caramel one, is left at the end as well. There's always loads of them left. That's in platinum tier. It's just hard caramel. Is They've got, no, they've, got no, like, they've got no triangle from the Quality Street. No they've triangle. Green, which, they've got no orange crunch or orange cream. They haven't got the... Because when, when Quality Street, they brought out their big ones, right? Which were... I'm going to say, obviously, were the most popular well, Quality yeah, Street. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't have brought them out as big ones. They had the big purple one, which is like a, like a moon shape, wasn't it? With a hazelnut inside. Where is that? Yeah, exactly. Not there. <laughs> and then the triangle. Madness. I mean, they, but they've got Galaxy in there, but they've not got Galaxy Caramel. That's and Galaxy mean. should be... I mean, Galaxy is just great chocolate anyway. So. Galaxy chocolate is better. And Mars is in the meh tier. Well, Mar- like, it is a bit meh, but it's like it's... you can't put it down there with a toffee penny. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the other thing, this is why I hate this sort of shit, is I'm pretty sure the Roses one in the meh tier is the fudge version of a Roses, which is the same fucking thing as same a fudge, thing as fudge, which is in the gold tier. Because they're, they're actually made by the same company as exactly. well. Exactly. <laughs> so, Muscle Food, you fucked up yet again, as always. Oh, dear. I, no, I do not want 20 kilos of chicken breast. Stop texting. <laughs> I know, they text you like, all the time, don't they? Because um, we've ordered from there about five, six times. Once in my life. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's... I can't think of off the top of my head. I need to look at the actual packets to see what's in there. Um, I realise there's Snickers within celebrations that aren't there. I think the miniature heroes are always going to be the ones that go to like plain Cadbury chocolate. It's fine. I would quite happily chow down on that. Mm. Um, the uh, Galaxy. There's Galaxy caramel. That's that's dairy milk caramel. Galaxy caramel is good. That will get absolutely taken apart. Let's have a little scroll through the um, comments. So yeah, just. Nobody about. Um, disrespect between Cabri Claire. Yeah, it's awful. Where's the green triangle? Brilliant. Um, coffee. There's coffee roses, isn't there? I do yeah. like coffee chocolate. Yeah. I think that's like... I quite like Revels. So, bit of everything. But, yeah, apart from that, it's just a, just a, just a bad list. What would you, what would you add? 
Oh, God. I almost pulled my computer down now. Well, good work. <laughs> good work. I mean, I would add, I mean, don't, as a, I'm pretty sure there's a crunchy in the, uh, dairy, in the Miniature Heroes. Yeah, I think there's one. I think there's a crunchy. I mean, that's got to be there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just think it's just a massive. I, the reason I do it is to get comments. Like, I'm not stupid, but <laughs> it's, it's just okay. it's just a bit of a. Uh, I just like or, I like the orange creams, like and the orange crunch in in the roses. Um, I just yeah, I don't understand it. To be okay, honest, so I just I've got, got mention heroes. There's also there's a whisper in there. I love a whisper. Yeah, it's fairly decent. It is fairly decent. I mean, and again, if twirls at number one, then well, you've got that yeah, whisper there as well because it's the basically same thing. the same thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're doing forget links, likes, sorry. Um, but I mean, let us know your thoughts. What's the number one? What's the worst? I think that's what you got to go for. Well, um, we know number one, don't we? Come on, everyone knows number one out of all those. I would, I don't know. What? Jesus. The... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, I thought you meant like overall box. Like, I think you can go ranking on Miniature Hero Celebrations. That's what oh, I yeah. oh, okay. Celebrations, Roses, and then Quality Street. I think that's the ranking. I reckon it goes Celebrations, Roses, Miniature oh. Heroes, Quality Street. Uh, you're wrong. Well, I'm not we'll wrong. Put the, we'll, put, we'll put both those lists up whereas whenever and uh, whenever this goes up. We'll see who concurs the most. No, we'll put it on Instagram stories. I'll win. I'll put it out on my Instagram stories. <laughs> no, you won't. I'll you put it on mine as well. Tell me yours now. Tell me, tell me what yours are. <laughs> write Come it on, down. What's yours? No, what's right. yours? Come on. Miniature Heroes. Wrong. Celebrations. Yeah. Roses. Yeah, Call it choice. All right. I'm going to put that as a, I'm going to put that on a poll. Yeah, I'm going to put it on a choice. Yeah, see who, who's, who's right. <laughs> It'll be me. Don't worry. Where are you? It'll be the uh, whole green and red I mean, there's not, there's not a huge amount of difference, to be fair, mate. I mean, <laughs> you've gone, you know, we've gone pretty much the same. I um, know, oh, not quite the same, are they? We're not quite the same. Roses, Quality Street was yours. And then mine was um, Celebrations, Always Win. And then you've got Roses. And then you've got Miniature Heroes. Miniature heroes are too samey, mate. I know. It's Cadbury but chocolate. It's great. Quality Street are, are the worst because they're Nestle. It's the worst chocolate. Yep. Worst chocolate as well. Um, anyway, I think that's everything, okay. isn't it? Is I, that everything? I have to call it because I've got to run out and socialise. It is the season two. Um, yeah, make sure, you, make sure you do your calorie swaps there, mate. Don't have, don't I have will. Food. I will. I'm going to do my calorie swaps in Brick Lane. I'm pretty sure I'm going to swap some sort of weird chicken curry for a different one. Or maybe I can do... Or just go Serial Killer Cafe. Ooh. Mm. That's in Brick Lane. I will not be drinking though. Um, school night, and I drank far too much on the weekend. So. Ooh, good boy, fit pro, fit pro, fit pro. Got to be up at half. Pro up. alert, no drinking. Absolutely fine. All right, um, go do follow us at the normal kind of socials, Instagram. Dan Bicep's banner. <laughs> Dan Bicep's banner. Go uh, subscribe to Dan's uh, YouTube Please. channel. He will <laughs> cry. Um, yeah, go <laughs> rate, subscribe, um, give us a share if you want to. Please rate or comment on. Uh, we should do a mailbag. We do that on the pulleys. Oh, pulleys will be coming up very soon, mate. Oh okay. yeah. I must only have about three, four shows left for the year, and we do actually take like a week and a half off, two weeks. Maybe. And we also do take bribes as well. So if anyone's listening to the year award, it's <laughs> too late. Send us shit. Uh, be fine. Um, I, I still want that cereal, like the what was it? All of them, so like mix all of them all at Too once. Too much going on, mate. Too uh, much going on. Uh, you gotta. I think it'd be great. I need some to New York and go get me some. <laughs> <laughs> be fine. All right. Um, thanks for listening, guys, and we will catch you next week. All right. <laughs>